I'm Adam Hergenrother, and this is Business Meets Spirit Chat, and we believe in personal growth through business success. Today, Hallie and I are going to jump into a series of questions that she has around answer. Around answer? I don't know. Around, oh. I was like, answer, <laughs> like I figured like you were just going to jump oh. in. No, yeah. like she emailed and said, I have a bunch of questions around I do. Santa and fictitious characters. Correct, because, well, interestingly, this podcast episode that we just- well, I'm actually just really interested to hear these questions. Yeah. Well, the episode that we had just done prior, we're talking about like the wandering mind and exploring the mind. Yes. All of those questions I sent you- all came from that experience. Just so you know, that's where Interesting. that came, that's yeah. where they came so from. So, like, either you're just starting to become more cute. It's, it's, it's wonderful because you're actually starting to become had, like, curious these, in the nature like, of the mind too. Yes, and all of these different very like various questions were popping up, and I was just like, I because you can. The, the thing is, you know what's really interesting about this whole concept before you actually get in the questions is the the more you the more you separate yourself the things that you used to do, you no longer see them in the same way. So you ask a whole bunch of new series of questions about it because you see it totally different. Well, well, yes. And then I think it's such a great example too of um, being active in the world because I don't know, I'm assuming there's some sort of connection to me being curious about all these different things. Again, I'm listening to the Gita. We've been going to church a lot lately. So I'm hearing, you know, the stories from the Bible. Yes. I'm, and then I'm also, you know, reading the Gita. I've, you know, I've read all sorts of different religious texts over the years. Yes. Um, and so, you know, it's also the holiday season. So I don't know, it all came together and I had lots of questions for you. But this was definitely one I had that I'm always curious about, particularly from your perspective, because um, one, because you're so transparent about a lot of things. And anyway, so the, the, the big question is, do your kids believe in, and I think you mentioned yesterday that Maddie still does, maybe Asher too. Do your kids believe in Santa, the tooth fairy, the Easter bunny, you know, the elf, the magical elf that people put out? And if they do- Elf on the shelf. Elf on the shelf, yes. <laughs> I know what that is. My nephews, have, sure, yes. my nephews have that. Yes. Um, and, like, and, and if they do believe in them, how do you present those type, kind of mythical characters to them? Um because I, I mean, some people do believe it's just like lying to your kids. Now I'm not saying lying is bad because yeah. I'm sure you lie to your kids all the time about things, but really it is like creating this whole. You mean I'm assuming I lie to my kids all the time? I'm assuming everyone lies to their children <laughs> one way or another. Um, but yeah, like, so what do they believe? And then if they, like, how do you teach them about that? And then when they stop believing, if they have stopped believing, how do you say, oh, by the way, for the past six years, I've been lying to you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you may have to ask a couple more of those questions again, but let me just start from the beginning for a lot of these things. I think it's the, what kids really buy into is the whole experience of it. Um, and so like, for instance, let's just take elf on the shelf as an example, or like Christmas we're showing up and we're going great. Santa's going to come. They're going awesome. Santa's going to come. This is going to be wonderful. And like, then there's a wonderful, like people are off from work. It's the holiday season. They're looking forward to it. And there's a bunch of experiences that lead up in this whole thing. And then there's gifts that they get, which are but wonderful. Do you leave out milk and cookies for Santa? And then we do, do you yeah, take absolutely. out fake bites absolutely. out of them? We, we go all out on that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and part of it, and well, it starts even with like elf on the shelf is a great example of this is El, the, uh, Chippy is our elf's name, right? Chippy? Chippy. Ah, uh, yeah. It comes on December 1st. Um, and I bring that up for two reasons. Number one is, uh, all of my kids believed in the elf shelf. Asher and C- and Maddie still do. Sienna knows that it's not real. And when she came and asked us last, this year, she came and asked us if it was real. We said no. Uh, and what we said was, we said, well, it's a, it's a, it's the, it's your ability to believe at a deeper level, but the reality of it is like Chippy doesn't come in and go, but it's deeper than that, Sienna. It's about the experience 
of what it can bring to you. Bringing joy to other people. Yes, exactly. This whole experience that happens with it. But if you're going to ask me directly, like, do like, is it me that moves Chippy? Yes, it is. Right. Like, and that's what she wanted to know. And she's like, oh, but then the cool thing was, is now she is the one that moves the Chippy around every, all the time. Yeah. We had this major crisis the other day because Maddie was upstairs and Sienna was like, oh, I got to go get some water. And she went downstairs and Maddie went downstairs and she all of a sudden I hear her scream. She's like, comes running up crying. Sienna has Chippy. It's going to lose his magical powers. She's, she touched Chippy. She wasn't, she didn't put it together that she was actually moving her. And we're like, no, no, I fell. And we, we walked the whole thing and we wrote notes as to why doing it. Again, I think the, the whole experience of it all, um, is, is what people think about it. When the holiday season, what do you, you love the whole experience of the holiday season. Right. And it's the, it's the gift of believing in that everyone does really good and loves to give and contribute. Right. It's just a yeah. whole, the whole, but that's, that's, that's reality. That's not, those aren't lies. Yeah. I know I'm using lies. Well, it's strong, well, strong it's word, not really but, like, yeah. like the re- here's it's the thing. Suspension. It's the, it's is the it really a lie though? I don't know if my kids have ever disbelief. asked me directly if I move chippy. So the thing is, is like, yeah, I okay, just move them enough, for that. Enough. I don't know. If, and I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just playing but you're the line. By the way, don't touch him because he loses magical yes, powers. Yes, he could. And it's a whole experience. Yeah. I um, I mean, I think people could go different ways on this whole thing. I, yeah. I don't think there's any spiritual context for this or like personal yeah. growth. I just think it's like, it's a really fun thing to do. It's a really fun interactive game that I can teach kids about for giving and for, you know, and for, for traditions and experiences that you can have. Uh, and then just be openly dialogue about them and like, and like have fun with the outer world. I, I really see this as part of that hundred percent on the physical world that you're just playing with the experience of it, right? That you're playing with sports, you're playing with these experiences. Of course, kids can't comprehend, can't think the same way you can at four or five and six, as you do as an adult, you're just, or even as a teenager, their brains aren't the same as you are when you're an adult of how you can comprehend reality. So you're just, you're just playing in the world. It's just like, it's like you're getting a dog and I get there's difference, but yeah, not from this point. Well, I think a better, a better, um, uh, comparison is not a dog or like giving gifts because those are all based in reality. But you know, all I can think of is like, you know, when you played Barbies as a kid, you're just like, it's, it's just, imagination. It's imagination. I guess it's the same thing or you see it kind of as the same thing. Well, I just see it as, I, I see it as even further back behind that is just that there's something that we're doing while we're here. That's literally like we're down here. It's a cool experience. Everyone has different traditions. Yeah. You know, people in other, uh, they do different things. They, you know, people, you know, have, you know, seances or fires and, and different cultures and, and for different types of religious events. And they buy, they all buy into that. Or back in the but day, this is not a religion. These well, are hold on, religious. The thing, back in the day, like they have the gods that they're like, there's got a water and they would do things too. And it's like, they buy into that whole experience of thing. And again, it's just a little bit of there. I just wake up and I look at it as like, there's a hundred percent inner experience. And that's, that's what I wake up to aim to let go of. I'm also going to go play in this world. And one of the really cool things that I think is fun for our kids and for us, again, it's, it's, it's us. I'm not saying anyone else needs to do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to go have that wonderful experience of the time of year that when Chippy comes in. I wasn't, yeah. And my question wasn't really around like, like good, bad, whatever. But I, I was even just more curious, like, how do you, ex- how do you present it to your you present it as, as I think you like just come this, in this there. Well, it came in for this. a gift one day, right? That's how it started with but what Sienna. about like, let's just use the tooth fairy for an example. Yeah. How do you explain 
that. I'm assuming the tooth fairy comes to your house. Yes, it does. So yeah. like the first time Sienna lost a tooth, the third one's easy because they've already seen it happen. So they right, expect right. it They're to like come. waiting. The yeah. first one's the only time that it comes in. It's like, yeah, when you lose a tooth, the tooth fairy comes and grabs it. And they're like, well, that's awesome. And look, here's the thing. If it helps them get rid of their tooth, Right. And to kind of move on to that experience, it's a fun thing to do, yeah. right? And then at some point, they just realize that it's, it's, it's all part of the traditions that you could do it for what it is. I don't think it's damaging anybody, right? No, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not even saying that either. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really I, I just, just That's just how we would always explain curious it. about how to, yeah, explain it. And we, cause I actually fun too. It's like, oh, like, you know what? If we can get this tooth out, tooth fairy is going to come, right? Yeah. And it, we set the, t- we, we actually like, we have an interesting story about this too, is that we, we, uh, one day we only had like twenties, uh, and and they lost the tooth. And so we had to put a 20 down. And so now every tooth arena who's comes to our house. And so then Sienna <laughs> who started this whole thing, every time she lost a tooth, she would write a note to him. Like, Oh, by the way, please. I I'm really looking forward to my $20. Oh my gosh. I was going to ask how much the tooth fairy uh, leaves at your house. Yeah. So it was, it was it's somewhere between 10 and $20 per tooth. Gosh. I know it's outrageous. Man, inflation. It's inflation. <laughs> it's it's up a lot. But when I was growing up, it was like twenty five cents. I think I got a dollar. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe a dollar. Maybe we had dollar. no money, so it was like the, maybe fifty cents. It, it's the problem is is we had like we, a couple times we only had larger bills. Yeah, and so we had to put it down. So like now it's like it, it's it's. But sometimes we do anywhere between ten and twenty dollars, right, for what it does. Um, but yeah, that's that you explain it that way, and the same thing with like with Christmas is just like this, this, this culture of kind of the whole experience that I think never leaves you. Right. I think it just different parts of you start to see the reality for what it is, but there's a part of you and every, I think a lot of people even listening to this that never goes away. And that, and for kids, it's, it's just more imaginary as an adult. It's more of like, Oh, it's just a really cool time of year. It's mm-hmm. a fun, grateful giving time of year. Right. And I think you can, you can, you start early with kids of having what this whole is about. Chippy comes and gives, right. And, and as he comes and gives, like he gives, we give like a little, like we do like constructive things, right. Like they do like, like puzzles or like fun math games or like fun questions that we use. So it's like this whole giving season and like every day they can like live, leave a, a different thing for all three of the kids. Uh, and it's the same thing. So we just use that as like, Oh great. This is a gift. Like how can you use this for other things? So it's all part of the teachings of how we can do it. And it's just using different experiences for that. Yeah. And actually I think you may have to kind of answer my question. And, and even I'm thinking back like historically how these, some of these characters were used were they used or character is that the right word? I don't know. Um, used to teach. They were to teach lessons, I'm assuming, but also um, even, I don't know if you do this, but for Santa, of course, it's like, well, he watches you all year. So sometimes it was like, you know, he watches yeah. you all year. Yes. And if you're not Especially good right now, if you're, yeah. And if yeah. you're not good, you're not going to get More things. Yes. So was it is also a, you know, I can't help but think and, and, and pose this whole question though, too, is but like, people use God in those ways. That's too. exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Like yeah. I forget about it just for many different religious ways. Yeah. Right. Like we actually, that's what my point was, what I was kind of saying is we still buy into all of that. And what we're doing is we're having, we're saying it's not that imagination, but it's, it's just this. a different imagination. And is it really imagination or is it belief? It's, yeah. Belief. Right. Yeah. Belief. Right. I mean, faith, you, you imagine faith, things, whatever. right. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you just, you really are using your imagination for different things. And so like, that's, it just never really ends. And so like, I think you can, I think there's ways again, to teach lessons with this about giving and different sharing and how this looks and what you can do in the whole experience of the year. Does the but, Easter bunny come to your house? Yeah. We, we pretty much do all of them. Like yeah. I don't think there's anything that we don't do. And, and nobody thinks it's weird that like random people are coming into your home. No. Throughout the year. No, no. It's like, well, we just, it's always family. It's a good time or tradition. No, See, what do you no. Mean? Oh, the kids? A giant rabbit oh. comes into your home. It's a magical rabbit. 
Hallie, it's a magical rabbit. I know, and then I'm like, and like nobody, nobody thinks an the rabbit old is like man comes into your feet. home in the middle of the night. Like nobody thinks that's weird. Well, the funny thing is, is like when Chippy was there, because it's just it's time of season, and Santa hasn't come yet. Like the first couple of days, Ash was like, I oh, mean, I woke up early, but I didn't want to go downstairs because I want to see Chippy. Like it's yeah. like it's like this whole thing. It's so it's just a it's a yeah. it's a fun experience. Well, it also um, is a what's the word I'm looking for? Here's here's keep some discipline and yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I also think the part of it too is though is like I think there comes an age where I think you can go, you can extend it because you're trying to like get some enjoyment out of this where it may be time to move on. Yeah. Like there's some families or, or individuals who are trying to hold on. Like, don't let my kid know that Santa isn't real. Yes. And it, yes. And it may maybe become it's about you yeah. than it is about anything else. Yeah. Because all you're doing is I don't want them to lose that. And that becomes an identity for yourself. So, so Sienna is, how old is she now? She's 10. 10. Does she still believe in Santa? She thinks Santa's real. Yes. She thinks Santa's real. And usually they end up hearing it at school because I feel like that's probably yeah, where I yeah. usually heard it. And it's probably, she's really close to that age. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even Asher, like this year with Chippy, like he's starting to, it's there, but it's, you yeah. start not like Maddie who's six. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Still like very magical for her. But again, the, the, the whole, yeah. Then like, again, I'm with, not anti holidays by the way. No, I know you're just, you're just <laughs> curious. The, the, uh, and, and for Santa, like the, it's the Santa still comes and she's asking a few questions, like just little hints. But if she straight up asks us, we're, we're pretty honest with, with that, our that's kids. That's kind of what I thought. So um, like, I was just kind of figuring, but we, where we, where we have that conversation is like, you know, this, again, this time of year is about giving. It's about mm-hmm. being with family and friends and, and just reminding ourselves of why we're here. How can we work on being each other? Grateful, being grateful, being, all those different yeah. positive experiences. And part of that has a tradition with, with Santa coming to to, to share. And so how are you, how can you be a Santa to somebody else? Right. Like that was kind of mm-hmm. like the conversation, like how can you be, and that was a conversation with Santa around Chippy is like, how can you be a steward for this experience? And that's why she took it over to help. Yeah. And so like, yeah, it's like, really I think nice. there's different things that you can do around that and have those conversations, but just make sure you're not buying into an identity. Like I don't want my kids to know because I really want to try to hold on to this magical experience. Right. For them. You can still have the same or experience. Or to continue to hold it over their heads so that they behave throughout the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a problem for doing that. Like that, that, that can be, that can be about you. But I think it's, it's, it's again, so it's about those different experiences that you can have. Um, how do you look at this and how do you, again, how do you bring, um, you know, if there's a part of you that doesn't want that part to end, how do you let go of that part of you and then interact with the moment, right? How, so there's, no matter what you're doing in life, you can always go, well, why wouldn't my mind or personal mind want me to tell my kids, right? And like, I think you, if you're clear, you kind of know when that opportunity is, you know, when like the kids asked you the first time and you don't actually have to tell them. I know it sounds contradicting to what I said, mm-hmm. but they may go like, is that? And you go, of course it is. And they go, okay. Right. Like they're there. Or when they walk up to you and go, dad, I just want you to be really honest with me. Mm-hmm. Like it's different. Like there's mm-hmm. a different mental state. And that's where they, or they, it's like the um, rhetorical question. Santa's not real. Is he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like they know. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. For, for what that is. But it's just, a, I think it's a, I think again, I think we do this way more than, than we, we actually give ourselves credit. Or, um, then we recognize in terms of belief in a lot of things, which is what belief is. Belief is not knowing it's a belief. Yeah. It's just understand. It's just a belief. It's just a mind that has created an idea that you believe. The only thing that's truly real is the experiences that you've had inward or outwardly, by the way. So you can have an inward experience and you're like, that was the most real in their experience. And they go, well, it's not really real. I go, yeah, it is. Well, there's a, it's like this, uh, the, the example I always give. And somebody says, well, you don't have thoughts in there. Well, we can't measure thoughts, so there's no for it's not real. I go, no, I have thoughts in here. 
And you go, well, we can't measure it, so it can't be real. And you go, no, I can tell you right now, I have thoughts in here. So which one is it? It just, we, we, we do this every day, right? So like, you don't have to be a scientist. So like, there's a lot of things we can't measure that are real consciousness thoughts or that we choose. There's, um, obviously I majored in English. So a lot of my stuff is like based on l- like literature and literary techniques and whatever, but there's the whole concept of, especially in like books and movies about the concept of suspension of disbelief, which is obviously like, if you're reading a fiction book, like you have to suspend your, mm, yeah. your right. ability, yeah. like, otherwise yeah. you're not going to enjoy the book. Yeah. You're not going to enjoy the movie. Like half the time when I'm watching like a cop movie, Bill's like, that would never happen. That would never really happen. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you have to just suspension of disbelief so that you can enjoy the thing that we're watching. Um, but I think that we probably do that a hell of a lot more than me. Yeah. That's the point think, of this. I think we do. It's just, yeah. and again, so it's just watch the exploration of the mind. We do this yeah. constantly. What about even just watching a movie? Isn't that, is it, it's not really real, but we believe it's real. While we're watching well, we don't, it, be, no, we believe I know, that it could yeah, potentially happen. Beliefs is, yes, we believe that it could. We get fired up with it. Happen, yes, yes, but it's we know it's not really happening. But we believe that it could happen. Yeah, unless you suspend your disbelief and you just didn't, which you have to in a lot of things, right? Like if you're watching a sci-fi movie or something, but then again, somebody might say that's all real. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think again, it's 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 coming back to um, I always just the exploration of the mind in itself yeah. and watching it. And watching it have the experience, watch play again. That's why the two hundred percent life paints as well as one hundred percent outer world. Just go play with it. You can be, you can use your imagination, you can use belief, you can use anything you want to do out there. Just go watch it, but just understand who's experiencing watching somebody generate a belief. Always go back to that. Who's experiencing even just listening to the mind narrate whether you agree with Hallie and I. Right. Like that's the, that's the expiration and the nature of the mind itself is, is always just populating beliefs. It's always populating thought. I mean, what is a belief? It's a thought that you believe. It's a thought that you are putting your energy in reaffirming it with your own energy. Mm-hmm. It's not actually real. It's just a belief. Right. And so that's just reckon it doesn't mean you can't have them or nor should you like you can, you can absolutely have them, but just understand for what they are. They're not set in stone. They're just a belief. And so the more you do that, the more, the less it becomes about you having to hold to your guns to the point where you suffer about a belief. If you have a belief and somebody doesn't like your belief, you go to war over it. Right. But what if we're talking about, like, are we talking about, what if we're talking about like facts? Well, what is a fact? Well, I know you were going to get into that whole (laughs) argument, but I'm like, and I say even the same sky is blue. It's not really a fact fact, because there's all sorts of like light distortion and everything. But like we can agree that this piece of paper in front of us is yellow. It's white. Or is that well with the? Yeah. <laughs> Allie, the paper is you know white. What I'm the paper is white, but the there's we, some yellow there's some boxes. yellow boxes on there. Okay. Well. Okay. So that is not my belief that it's yellow. It is yellow. Yes. I knew you were gonna give me trouble on this one. Well, I mean, it, well, you don't even actually technically see. Like, I know right, you don't. You you know that we like, can agree. Well, yes, that, for, for that is, well, it's all man-made like yellow. If you went to another country and somebody said yellow, they would say something different. Right. I so mean, like yeah. we're just, we agree that we have a common language Correct. and a yes. common, uh, way of communicating. Absolutely. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just a combination of, of agreeing on that, but everything's man-made. That's the problem with language, by the way. Now we're getting yeah. out to, but this is literally the problem with language is it separates everything. Yeah. When you say I have a hand, it's true. You have a hand for communication's sake, but it's not really, where does it end? Show me where on your arm, your hand, your hand ends. 
right? Like you can take a guess, but is it really there? Or is that part of your forearm? But couldn't a scientist tell us? I don't know. Can they? Or a doctor? Maybe they would have it. But how many doctors would say different things? Uh, unless they agreed on what the answer was. Well, that's why there's that's one why, answer to be true. When does any scientist ever believe one answer? <laughs> well, that's why a doctor may have all well, decided that's why when this you're, is the artery and we're all going to call it the same thing. Well, remember, yes, we agree to call it the same thing. Yeah. But that's, and this is what, by the way, this is what attorneys do. Attorneys come together and create their own language to make it difficult for anybody to understand. So they have to hire them, right? That's literally like they've made us, <laughs> they made a capitalist uh, economic benefit from creating their own language. Because nobody else understands what the hell they're saying. So you have to go hire right. one for them to interpret what you're saying. Instead of just saying, I And then you got to hire them to, to defend this. you. Exactly. You agreed to do this. Yes. Are we in agreement? They've yes. created their own language <laughs> to be able to do that. Yeah. And then I'm not talking about just agreements. I'm talking about the language they put in there, right? The same thing in, in, in hospitals. They create these very big languages. So it makes it difficult of barriers of entry to get in there to understand their language. Once you do, though, you can get it. Same thing even in business. Nothing wrong with that. Just understand for what it is. And it's, it's still, we all still are buying into it, though. It's yeah. still a bought in belief. It's, it's all that all that is, is still buying, using the mind to generate something in this world that isn't even real, but it is real. It's the same thing with the question. So what is real? Well, your inner experience is real. And that's the only, that's the only thing that's real. Well, I don't know. Like it, the, the moment that you're in is real. But if something was here, then it's gone. Was it real? Is your, is your thought really real? You've had the experience. So I, I always go back to the only thing that's really real is you who's in there having an experience of itself. That is the only thing that's real. Everything else is just objects of consciousness, which aren't really real. If this, if tomorrow, I mean, again, remember there are billions of, pl of, of planets in each galaxy and there's trillions of galaxies. And you do the math to count to 1 billion. If you counted one second, Every day of your life, and you did it, and you can live to a hundred years, it would take you a hundred lifetimes to count to a billion. That's one billion, just the, the enormity of the size of that. And there are billions of stars in trillions of galaxies. So, if but my, how do you here's know, my point, and is that just a belief? No, it's actually like science will actually point that out. Well, no, because you can actually see it. So, anyways, coming, to, coming down to that, it's if you, right? So, if, if the world just went away tomorrow. Like there wouldn't even be a, like everybody on here just went away. Like they wouldn't even, like the universe wouldn't even recognize it. Mm -hmm. Like it would just be like, it would be like literally like the wind blowing in Antarctica. Who's affected by it? So nobody, so it doesn't matter anything that we do. We're back to optimistic nihilism. No, it's not about not, it's not about not what you do. It's about the experience. But the we only can thing harness that, that. Yes. The only thing you're actually having life. is to yeah. actually experience. The yeah. only thing that's really real is your actual experience. Right. That's right. And then everything else that you use your mind is just a thought and goes away. It's gone. It's there. It's not gone. Right. So it's just, it's just, you're having fun playing with the, ex you're having an experience. So whatever tools you want to use at your disposal to play with that, go with it. That means skiing. That means reading a book. Like you're just having an experience, Santa. but it's still you having the experience. Yes. Santa or going to a Santa thing and freaking out about it. That's still, <laughs> <laughs> that's still an experience that you had. Yeah. I'm going to do some deeper psychotherapy work on that one. Yeah. No, it really wasn't. The, it wasn't. Yeah, the, no, I get it. It wasn't Santa. It was the kids. It was the kids. I know. I know. We talked about that. <laughs> All right. Happy holidays, everybody. Hope you guys have a great day. Hey, thanks for hanging today and for listening to the show. However, if you are interested in getting a short email from me in your inbox each Tuesday when a new episode drops, you can. These emails are super short. I just cover whatever I happen to be thinking about each week, whether that's an article or a quote I've shared, a book I've read, or a new product that I'm loving. Plus info on the latest episode of Business Meets Spirituality. 
If that sounds like something you want to check out, we'd love you to. Just go to adamhergenrother.com forward slash email.